0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Cash That. This is your host, Joe Dallara, and I am joined by producer Corey once again. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at Props.Cash, we are loving those graphs. You know, you need it. It's instrumental to betting on player props. I just love seeing all of the green whenever I go and look up a Tyrese Halliburton assist prop. Uh, it's just auto bet at this point. He had 13 in the third quarter today, uh, against or yesterday or at the time of this recording, however you want to call it. Um, and it's just been it's been incredible because when I go into props I'm like, I can't believe that they're still giving us this line. He just has continued to absolutely massacre this spot, and you can tell. It doesn't matter who's playing, who it's against. He just is continuing to be excellent at the point guard position. And you can do that along with researching so many of your other favorite player props on props.cash. Uh, you can look up assists, you can look up points, you can look up rebounds, you can see the hit rate on that current line, and you can check out how they've played with players, without players, and even against the given opponent on any given night. So props.cash, sign up for, f- for 25% off your first month with code DELARA 25 and let's continue to cash that. Uh, Producer Corey, I want to ask you, how are you doing this week after I gave you that fat L in fantasy football last week?
1: Well, the people should know there's some fuckery afoot. You were just dubbed commissioner and just given the reins, correct?
0: Uh, recently, yeah. I was dubbed preseason, but there was a lame duck period.
1: Okay, well, I'm currently moving. I'm a busy boy. <laughs> Friday, I was at a concert, and I was trying to make some moves. Didn't have the best cell service. I thought the moves took. I woke up Sunday and did not check because, again— I'm in the middle of a move.
0: Sunday night I
1: sit down and there's all the guys I thought I was putting in on my bench. Funny.
0: Would you have won had you put them in? Yep. Well, waiver better. That's what they say, you know. I don't I don't know how I'm to happy help you to lose
1: to you now rather than in the playoffs.
0: That's true. I mean, I we both just are total frauds in terms of our points for and points against. But it's funny because last week I d- honestly didn't realize that Got we more were than playing you, each other. I just didn't even realize that we were playing each other. So it is uh, it's quite the time in the Hallball FFL, uh, fantasy football league. But it's been it's been quite the time. So Corey, Corey, uh, you know, it's still Corey's year, Lizzie's year. Fuck you. Um. We are going to turn to the Thanksgiving slate. Uh, I want to obviously talk about the NBA slate uh, on Wednesday. It is an absolute monster, and I kind of want to go through those games. But I do know that a lot of people love uh, a little bit of Thanksgiving football. So we are going to lead with a suggestion. I'm going to give one bet. We're going to talk about the NBA slate. Then we're going to go back and talk about NFL. Uh, so that way it's in order of like the things that are going to happen, uh, you know, time order, chronological order, and uh, you can get everything that you need, uh, get your fill or so to speak. But Corey, uh, there was a very important PSA from producer Corey that needed to be out now as opposed to at the end uh, with Pods and Rex, because he wants to make sure that the people are aware and the people are well armed for their Thanksgiving table. So producer Corey, I'm going to turn to you right now.
1: It's Wednesday. Before Thanksgiving, places are closing down early. Uh, youngins from age twenty to about twenty-seven are going to be running rampant through your town tonight. Do not forget the dispensary closes probably by five. You don't want to be the older cousin who shows up empty-handed at Thanksgiving.
0: Dude, imagine Just being so you the know. older cousin. Imagine being the older cousin having to ask the younger cousin where the goods are. Don't let that happen to you. Can't be doing that. Like, let somebody else bring the stuffing. Let somebody else bring the blueberry pie. Let somebody else bring, uh, you know, a nice bottle, that nice cab, that full bodied red, or so to speak. You take care of, you, ca- you take care of the salad. Bring the salad, you know, Like <laughs> keep it fresh.
1: <laughs> yeah. Don't get it wet, though.
0: Yeah, no, and you need to. You, you, it's obviously we wanted to lead with that because it should be the thing that comes before the appetizer. You know, it's uh, it's critical, it's important. And now there's so many ways to consume. Uh, you can you can really be discreet about it too. So it's it's yeah. Nice. I'm
1: not like a PEDs guy, but let's be honest, the steroid era of baseball was fantastic. Thanksgiving's better when you got PEDs in your system.
0: Yeah, let's get PEDs trending, if you know what I mean. Um, so with that, though, I, I'm, I'm going to be on the Lions minus 7.5 on Thanksgiving slates. We're going to start off real hot, um, and I will get into that cap a little bit later. But I wanted to talk about the – oh, and Corey's got one other thing too. I know I'm cutting him off for pods and recs here just completely, but we're going to go back and we'll have some other recommendations anyway. But there is something else that you need to do with your eyes. And your ears, and you need to consume this prior to the Thanksgiving Day. Anything you need to watch the claymation spectacular, thanks killing, Corey. I, you are our producer. Like it's I know, not you
1: thanks killing. That. I mean, it's not claymation. It's not. Oh yeah, it's, I thought no. Is, right? It's a puppet. Oh, it's a puppet. <laughs> it's a puppet who commits heinous crimes. Uh Yeah, thanks killing. I think it's on Amazon for like two dollars. It will Worth. be the best two dollars you ever spend
0: worth it. It's it's one of those movies that it's like uh it, like you watched it in college probably, you know, it go to the go to the go get your goods and then go watch it and then you'll you'll 100%. really enjoy this, you'll really enjoy this it's movie. So it's so
1: ridiculous, you can't help but love it.
0: It's not good, but it's it's definitely not bad. So <laughs> <laughs> Um so with that let's turn to this monster Wednesday NBA slate. Every team in the league is playing besides the New York Knicks and the Detroit Pistons. So that tells you everything that you need to know about how absolutely fucking bonkers it's going to be. Uh I'm going to take you through as many of the games as I can uh at the time of this right now. So obviously we'll start off we'll just start off with the Nuggets and the Magic. Um this is the game Jokic got ejected last time out there. He had two technical fouls. Uh, early in the game so I think he might come out firing here Orlando's been excellent defensively but I think that we might get an opportunity to kind of buy a little bit low on Joker in the spot Um, look it's It's Joker versus the Orlando Magic. It's the Nuggets. I know it's a road game for Denver um, prior to heading home for the Thanksgiving holiday, but this is definitely a spot that's a little bit tougher for Orlando. It's a back-to-back for them. Uh, Denver is going to have, obviously, the rest advantage. There's no props out for this yet, but it wouldn't really surprise me to see if joker just goes absolutely crazy against this orlando magic team um the nuggets are minus four on the road and orlando as good as they've been i think that this is still just a really tough matchup for them uh you know joker's just been too too good guys playing at another mvp type level uh on the season the next game uh, that we have is the Wizards versus the Charlotte Hornets in what literally might be the worst basketball game this season. This is going to be just an absolute shit fest. Uh, both of these teams suck. Like they're both awful. I I don't know how to watch this. This is going to be one of those games where I think that Jordan Poole and LaMelo Ball just play one-on-one the entire game. And that's like all we're going to see. So I generally would just lean the Hornets, but I don't 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 spend time watching this game. Next game we've got is the Brooklyn Nets versus the Atlanta Hawks. Hawks are on the back to back here. Um, I think that this is a spot where uh, Brooklyn has really, really struggled to score, but Atlanta's defense has been fairly bad this season uh, on the season. Atlanta is um, there. You're looking at a bottom 10 defense and we're seeing that in action against the Indiana Pacers tonight. Uh, as they both teams had 100 points midway through the third quarter, which is just absolutely insane. So I lean Brooklyn here. I'm probably going to be looking at some Lonnie Walker stuff. Uh, I know Steve Keach is always on those, but if we get Lonnie Walker, maybe like 14 and a half points, I probably am taking that over. Uh, I think it's a really good spot for him against this Hawks defense. And I'll probably look at a little bit of Nick Claxton stuff, maybe some blocks here, uh, given the back to back. Next game we have is the Raptors versus the Indiana Pacers. The Raptors just got shit pumped by the Magic. And both that actually makes two of these teams. They both lost in stunning fashion to the Orlando Magic, who have looked tremendous this season, right? Indiana is currently listed as a three-point favorite at home. Indiana is currently at the time of this recording, is winning on the road in Atlanta, 129 to 121 in the fourth quarter. Um I think that this is a tough spot for the Raptors, just given the fact that I think that they might struggle a little bit offensively or just to kind of keep up with what Indiana can do on the offensive side of the ball. We'll have to see where they put Tyrese Halliburton's assist line at again, because if it's at 11 and a half again, just, you just have to auto bet it at this point. It's just, it's been absolutely, it's been an absolute wagon. Um, another spot that I would definitely look at though, is just looking at their game today. Um, the, the Raptors, or you know, today, yesterday, um, the Raptors are one of those teams where it's been tough to kind of figure out what their usage is going to be and like who's going to excel in what capacity. Uh, Pascal Siakam has been diming lately. Had eight assists last game against the Magic, even in the loss. This line was set at four and a half. If we get another four and a half here against Indiana, I think that that's a spot you have to take to pace up spot. Um, And it should be a really good opportunity for him against a much weaker defense to kind of keep dishing dimes. Next, we have we don't have a line for the Heat and the Cavs. Uh, I would lean the Cavaliers. I'm curious to see if Donovan Mitchell plays or not. It wouldn't overly surprise me if he if he kind of packs it in there and doesn't play until after Thanksgiving. The biggest game on the slate, though, is the Milwaukee Bucks versus the Boston Celtics. The Celtics are favored by five points right now, and this is going to be an amazing game, I think. Uh, We've kind of seen Damian Lillard and Giannis Antetokounmpo start to gel a bit, and one of the props that I'm looking at for Giannis is his assist line. Right now... uh, the reason I like his assist line is over the past couple of games, we've really seen an uptick in the assists and potential assists between both Giannis and Damian Lillard. And I think a large part of that is the fact that they're starting to play like with each other, as opposed to just happening, happening to share the court with each other. Um, Giannis assist line is set at four and a half for this game. And I really, really like the spot. Uh, When we look at Giannis um, right now over the past couple of games, he has been crushing this assist line. So he had eight last games, seven against Dallas, nine against Charlotte, two against Chicago, but then seven against Orlando. So he's actually hit this in, uh, what is this, Uh, 54% of his games over the past two seasons, but he's actually hit this in now four of his last five. So the reason I like this spot for, for Giannis is that What I've noticed teams start to do is they're starting to send doubles on him in the post, and rather than trying to drive through that or shoot through it, uh, we're starting to see Dame, as opposed to playing on the weak side, to try to draw the gravity over there. He's kind of loading up on the strong side, and because of the loading up there, we are seeing... A little bit more passing opportunities for that because the gravity that Giannis has is pulling doubles into the post, and then you're getting Damian Lillard sometimes left alone on the perimeter, which is insane. You're getting Dame left on the perimeter. You're getting Connaughton, especially. Uh, you're even getting some Chris Middleton left on the perimeter, and that's a spot where I know that Boston's defense has been really good, but. Not having like Robert Williams anymore, uh, you know, you're kind of leaning on Chris Epps, Porzingis, Al Horford to guard Giannis, which is fine. Like they can do that for sure. But I think that it's starting to draw in some of those perimeter defenders. So whether that's Derek White, whether that's Drew Holiday, whether that's Jalen Brown, um, you definitely don't want to be in a situation where you're two on ball and you're leaving either Dame on the perimeter one pass away, or you're giving Dame the opportunity to pass one more time and get a, get a skip pass over this to the weak side. Uh, so I really like the four and a half assists for Giannis. It's over four and a half at minus one twenty five. Um, generally, I think that Boston has been better this season. Um, and when we look at the team, just kind of overall, like that's that's really what we're looking at. Uh, Dunks and threes has Boston as the number one team in both offensive and defensive rating in terms of adjusted net rating uh, on both sides. So it's really been an impressive scenario. Also uh, basketball reference has uh, the Boston Celtics as the number one team in net rating. So Boston's been better, but Milwaukee has definitely been climbing back over the past couple of weeks uh, as they've kind of started to gel a bit more together. So that's the way that I'd lean. Uh, I don't think that I want any, I don't want no business in laying five and a half points against the Bucs though. I think that this is going to be a close game uh, and I don't, I don't want to touch that spread. The Bulls and the Thunder, not too much to talk about here. Uh, I would lean OKC. Um, the Bulls are, it seems like they're in active negotiations to kind of start moving guys, like whether it's Alex Caruso, Zach Levine is the big name right now, maybe DeMar DeRozan. This team is just one that just looks kind of cooked right now. So uh, I generally am going to lean on the Thunder here. Um, the next game that we've got is the Clippers and the Spurs. Last game, I was on Zubach uh, over nine and a half points. Uh, it missed, but it moved up to 10 and, a half. and I still, honestly, I like the same play. Um, Daniel Tice just went crazy and he wound up getting the minutes to close the game and it was a blowout. So that's, it's a little bit of a tough spot, but Wemby, Zach Collins have kind of been allowing a good amount of centers to go off against them on the interior. So that's, that's how I'm looking there. The next game is the Kings versus the Pelicans, which is a rematch of Monday night's game. I will absolutely once again be on DeMontis Sabonis over uh, on his rebounds and assists. So right now when we're looking at this game, uh, the combo for that, for his rebounds and assists, is currently uh, over 20.5. I want to see if I get plus 100. I want to see if I can get a little bit of a better number, his triple doubles plus plus three t- 310. I mean, the dude had... 10, 10 rebounds and 8 assists going into the third quarter and then didn't play again because it was a blowout. And the team lost by 40. Um, I absolutely love the spot. Uh, I will do it again. Um, he pre, Prior to that game, he had back-to-back triple doubles against Jonas Valanciunas. And I think that there's definitely going to be some value on that spot. Uh, his points line is a little high at 20.5. So you could probably get like a really interesting... There might be a way to do, like, an interesting kind of parlay that's, like, negatively correlated, at least in terms of how you build it with, like, under 20 and a half points. And then a triple-double um, could get really funky. Uh, so that that could definitely be fun. Um, I'll probably be on his triple-double just straight up as opposed to the, the RA line maybe at 20 and a half. But either way, I really, really like the spot. And uh, I think that this is going to be a good bounce-back spot for the Kings. Next game, Timberwolves. This is so many games. Timberwolves versus the 76ers. I've already bet the Minnesota Timberwolves minus 2.5. It would not surprise me in the least bit to see Joel Embiid sit on this back-to-back here against Rudy Gobert and the Timberwolves. I will probably – like I don't want to bet on Rudy in this spot. Um, It's one of those where Gobert has averaged – 13.4 points and 12.3 rebounds per game against Embiid. But he had one 27-point game and one 21-rebound game. So I'm a little skeptical about that spot. Um, I might open up like a small position on the rebounds just in case uh, Embiid sits kind of the way that I'm projecting. But I think that instead, I'd rather just bet the Timberwolves spread um, at minus 2.5. It's minus 3.5 now. I think I would still take that. In large part, Philadelphia has been excellent. Uh, they have the number two net rating over the course of the season. Minnesota's number four. Um, but when we look at adjusted net rating, uh, Minnesota's number two and Philadelphia's number six. Uh, additionally, it's the back-to-back schedule spot. It's rough for Philly here. Um, I, I think that this is a really tough game for Philadelphia to kind of deal with against the Minnesota Timberwolves. I think the Wolves match up pretty well with them. I know that they don't have Jaden McDaniels for this spot, but the interior defense and what Minnesota can kind of bring against the Philadelphia team that's really down to just Tyrese Maxey and Joel Embiid with the injury to Kelly Oubre has kind of impacted their spacing. And I I really like Minnesota in this spot. Um, The next game that we're looking at, Uh, We only got a couple more here. The Grizzlies and the Rockets, you got to bet the Rockets at minus five and a half. Memphis has been an absolute dumpster fire. And uh, I, I think that what the Rockets have been able to do over the course of the season, they're number eight in net rating compared to the Memphis Grizzlies are 25th. And Sangoon is healthy. As long as he's playing, this team is really legit. They've got some wily vets over there. And this is a spot where You're looking at this. The young guys are going to want to get out there. Uh, Memphis has kind of had a tough go of it to start the season. They're probably just looking to get home, get some turkey, call it a damn day. Uh, Then we've got the Warriors and the Suns. Fascinating spot here with the back-to-back for the Phoenix Suns. I'm curious to see whether or not Devin Booker plays, whether or not Kevin Durant plays, whether Bradley Beal plays, whether Yusuf Nurkic plays. Uh, if, If Booker and KD play... I'm leaning Suns. Uh, that's that's kind of where I'm going. If if they don't, then I mean the numbers, you got to take the Warriors as long as they have Steph Curry on the floor. It's just a tough spot because Draymond Green is so instrumental to what the Warriors do on both the offensive and defensive sides of the ball that it's it's been really tough sledding for them. Uh, it's really tough sledding for them over here. So I think this is a stay away. You have to really wait for the injury news. I think that the line could swing just dramatically one way or the other if we don't know um two more games left we got the jazz and the trailblazers probably not watching this game to be honest with you but it wouldn't surprise me if Malcolm Brogdon sits given the fact that um he's playing tonight like at the time that we're recording this uh it's a back-to-back with his injury history wouldn't surprise me at all uh Shaden Sharp's points is probably going to be a prop that you're going to want to bet then because he plays much better he gets a lot more usage without Um, without Malcolm Brogdon. Another spot is, I think, DeAndre Ayton. His first quarter points could be a look. He's gone over his probably like three and a half line in the first quarter in four or five games without Brogdon. So that's where I'm looking in this game against the Utah Jazz without Walker Kessler. And then finally, we have the Lakers and the Mavericks. We just don't have a spread right now for this. Uh, It's a a little bit hard to project where this is going to be. Anthony Davis and LeBron James are both playing on Tuesday night um, or last night in the in-season tournament game as they're trying to, you know, wrap up the group and win the group against the Utah Jazz. So it, it's tough to project here. I don't know if they're going to play. If they don't play, it's, I mean, you have to bet the Mavericks, uh, you know, it would be the Mavericks or nothing pretty much. Um, LA is not really going to have a great chance. So we'll we'll just have to see. Um, but it wouldn't surprise me to see. Like they both kind of played in back-to-back so far, and these games are important, especially against the Mavericks, a team that they might be kind of contending with. For you know, one of the seeds in the West, or trying for jockeying for position in the West, so wouldn't overly surprise me to see if they both play. Especially LeBron kind of likes to play against Kyrie, I think. So it's definitely it could definitely be a good spot. Um, so that's the Wednesday slate. I'm going to look forward, though. There is one other play that I wanted to talk about, and it is going to be on Friday. So when you're done with your turkey, don't fall asleep. Uh, wait. Hopefully, we get these lines earlier. Rudy Gobert against DeMontis Sabonis is an absolute smash. I cannot express this anymore. He has a double-double in 14 of 15 games against DeMontis Sabonis in his career. And in the four games he's played against Sabonis while Sabonis is on the Kings, he's got 14, 14, 14, and 16 rebounds. I want this line as soon as I can get it, especially especially if Joel Embiid plays against the Timberwolves tonight. Um, those are two tougher rebounding games for Gobert, And I think that it might suppress the line a little bit. And I'm really hoping we can get like 11 and a half, maybe at like even money or so. And it's just absolutely a spot that I'm smacking. And I'm going to take some of these alts too. So those are some of the looks that I have for the upcoming games, the upcoming slate coming up. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll obviously keep firing out tweets, but let's, uh, let's turn to football for a minute. Um, I mentioned that, so this is kind of weird because Corey was, you were saying this before, but the Thanksgiving slate is actually might be good. It might be good. Which game do you think that you're most excited to watch? Because we've got the, we've got the Lions and the Packers. We've got the Commanders and the Cowboys and we have the 49ers and the Seahawks. These games are pretty good. I think this is setting up pretty good for us.
1: It's Commanders Dallas. I care a lot.
0: Okay, so you're definitely not taking a nap during the Commanders Cowboys game. No shot. Which I guess, like, which game would you take the nap during? Like, this is. A, I think the whole slate's pretty good, and I feel like the early Honestly, game is yeah. too too early. To
1: I'd be a little upset there. if I fell asleep through any of them right now. I'm actually surprised yeah. at the level of football we're getting on Thanksgiving.
0: Yeah, I feel like the worst game might be the last one. Uh, just based on the fact that I think it might be a blowout. Like I think that yeah, the Niners it might could be. just beat the doors off the Seahawks, you know, clip their wings or so to speak.
1: But the Seahawks have looked better. I don't know. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It could be great. Um, I could fall
1: asleep, who knows. At that point we're talking post pie, like I'm probably going down.
0: Post pie, post salad. It's a it's a long day. I'm over. Um yeah. The reason I'm on the Lions though, uh look, the Lions are the fourth-ranked team in DVOA and we got that stat from FTN uh so the Lions are fourth in DVOA they have the fifth best offense the 10th best defense according to FTN uh and DVOA whereas when we look at the um we look at the Packers the Packers are 21st minus 9.9 percent 22nd ranked offense uh or no they were 22nd last week rather uh 19th ranked offense 24th ranked defense Detroit just might put an obnoxious number up against these boys from Green Bay. Like I this is a spot where it's an early game. It's a short week. and I think that you have to depend a little bit less on you know sometimes like the game plan and it's a little bit more about like the talent that's on the field. And Detroit is just a flat out better team. They're eight and two compared to the Packers are four and six. Uh, The spread is seven and a half. And I feel like the spread being set there is like the most trappy thing I've ever seen. It's one of those, like you look at it and you're like seven and a half point, Packers seven and a half point dogs against the Lions. Like your, your uncle who doesn't really pay attention besides football, like only on Thanksgiving. And he's like, surprised the Lions are good. And he's like, Packers are getting seven and a half are getting more than touchdown. We got to bet the Packers. And then, you know, that's, that's what you're getting there.
1: That'd be stupid to do. Don't do that. The Packers are bad.
0: Tigers are bad. So we're gonna take uh we're gonna take the we're gonna lay the points. We're gonna take Detroit minus seven and a half. Um the Cowboys and the Commanders game right now, the spread is currently sitting at Dallas minus eleven. Too many points. You wanna take the commies? You wanna take the commies plus eleven? One hundred percent. All right, I'm gonna go into this a little bit. Dallas sixth in DVOA, 10th best offense, third best defense. The Washington Commanders, 27th, 22nd best offense, 30th ranked defense. Like, do you really think that Sam Howell is going to be able to stay within 11 points of the Dallas Cowboys on Thanksgiving?
1: I just have to remind you of one simple fact.
0: It's a division game. It is a division game.
1: Throw the stats out the window. (laughs) Oh <laughs> and we're getting late into the season now. It's just about time for Jerry to start getting sad because his team can't that fucking finish.
0: That is true. I, I will, will actually, say though is
1: there is there a fucking is there a book out there that will take my bet that uh Dak Prescott will not finish the game?
0: I don't think so. Alright, you, you just calls, bet let unders me know. on know. Just take unders on everything.
1: It's not the same as me <laughs> stating that he's not gonna finish the game. <laughs>
0: I will say though, since 2004, favorites on Thanksgiving are 46 and eight straight up, 36 and 18 against the spread, and road favorites are 24 and one straight up and 19 and six against the spread on Thanksgiving. Um, So So the home
1: field advantage in the stats, Jesus.
0: Yeah, like it's definitely one of those things. And then also, there's only been 25 away favorites. Yeah. (laughs) So then, favorites of 10 or more points. 8-0 Eight and zero against the spread on Thanksgiving since two thousand
1: and five. I ain't scared. So let's, let's break some numbers this year.
0: I would say you're betting on a historical performance from the Washington Commanders. It's and been San a Allier. fucked
1: up season this year, and I am all about it.
0: Look, honestly, the way that these spreads kind of have shaping up, uh, especially with you know the. This so the Niners actually fit this right. Niners are seven point road favorites, so they would fit here. They're 24 and one straight up, 19 and six against the spread on Thanksgiving. So, like, I think that if you just took, let's do this. We're gonna build this out. We're just gonna take you can money line parlay here. I know you're like a sick fuck, and you want to take. The commies, but i just have no i have no interest in doing that like uh, I let think, me be I clear think-
1: i am not using any statistical analysis i'm going with my balls here
0: <laughs> yeah so if you just take if you if you wanted to do if you wanted to money line parlay this guy you can get all three teams the lions the cowboys and the niners money line parlay and it's even money right now like that sounds good to me, and you got some action for the whole day. Uh, these teams, like these favorites, they're forty six and eight straight up since two thousand and four. Like you're not changing good. my mind. Bitch. I think we might, be good. we might be good. I think I might lock that in. I might just lock that in. I feel like you know what I'm going to do. I'm going to wait. I'm going to get a boost, and I'm going to hundred percent use it on this. Uh, it just <laughs> it just feels too nice right now. You know, there's going to be some uh, turkey day deals feel, out there. Yeah, you know. You know, and then that's another recommendation. Just sign up like some of your uncles for like you know what, Joe sports bonuses.
1: Do you want me to fade that what? parlay straight up?
0: Oh, what are the what are the odds on the other end? Let's see.
1: If you can check it for me quicker, go ahead because I got to put my social hackers,
0: commies, Seahawks is ten dollars to win. <laughs> ten dollars to win seven hundred fifteen. Hell yeah.
1: <laughs> I will. uh, That's a lot more exciting. I'm going to craft it and I'll screenshot it and send it to you. So you can tweet it. Call me crazy and enjoy the success of my failed bets. Or I look like a genius and you can get the credit because I can't take Twitter anymore.
0: (laughs) This is incredible. Um, and then for the last game, though, we got the Niners second in DVOA, first in offense, eighth yeah, in defense. Yeah, I don't want to
1: fade this one. This one,
0: I'm just doing because Seattle, why not? Seattle, i I'll say like this is one's silly. This is really one of those. This is really one of those spots where like I'm like I think I might just go chalk. Like I really think I'm just going to go chalk. You and take should. all these favorites. Yeah, I, I and I'm not like a big favorites guy. Like I I do want to take a dog, but I don't like any of these. I don't like any of them. I like I one of them though, so I'm going to take them all. I would say though this is <laughs> you're fucking sick. I was going to say <laughs> I would say if I was going to take any of the dogs I think it would be Seattle strictly Definitely. based on the fact that I think it's going to be a low scoring team. game. They're I think they're a competent team like they're middle of the pack here. You won't even say um, good, huh? No, no. I, won't. I will. They're I I, I said 2 weeks it's, ago it's,
1: they were good. So I'm I know to it's,
0: it. it's, it's my, my problem is it's, I think it's controversial to be backing a bird on Thanksgiving. Like it's a tough day for birds, you know? So I don't, it's an emotional day. So I don't, you know, I don't, I don't know if I want to get, I don't know if I want to get too into there. Granted, if they do survive the day, the 49ers can just massacre them. Then. <laughs> so it's like, it is what it is. It is true. Um, but yeah, so I probably just be gonna lock in that favorites parlay. I think that sounds fun. Uh I'll I'll obviously be logging things, tweeting them out uh on the action app and on the X machine. So are, am I Xing things now, like when I tweet them out or like
1: post I don't know, I can't log on to Twitter anymore or I just see death videos or porn.
0: It's insane. You got some crazy algos. I
1: can't, <laughs> I can't even open the app. I don't even know who I'm i I'm following like thousands of people. It's fucked. I can't get on there
0: anymore. You're yeah. You're just totally shot. Totally shot.
1: No, I would need to start over <laughs> at this point. Who the fuck? I'm not doing. My my account says since 09. Do you think I'm getting rid of that OG status?
0: Just yeah, you because, can't like, get rid of it. Yeah, I've had. I can't mine use forever. the app in like, public anymore. No. Yeah. I need it. I need it. Um, so I got getting hit by so, a car. Why? Why? Just it's just unnecessary. And then they don't Why? give you trigger warnings. I was looking for fucking. I do love, I will say I do love the. um, Community notes. I love the community notes. I think it's my favorite feature now. Fucking nerd. It's great. Um, so let's turn to pods and recs real quick though. Um, I wanna we gotta do something a little bit different because I know that you I've already kind of previewed all of your fucking uh That's okay. I've always got one in the chamber, all, you know that. What do you what's your favorite? Are you okay if you have if you have Thanksgiving? Obviously, you have to have have this debate again. What? The turkey and a ham? Are we going to have the stuffing debate? Oh, let's have the stuffing debate. What do you like? Stovetop or
1: homemade with all the shit in it? Thank you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's why we get along. I like, yeah, like, give me both, honestly. but I'm sure
1: that other stuff's really nice, but I'm scratching the itch. I want stovetop.
0: Yeah, I like stovetop a lot. I think it's great. Like, I think it's one of the easiest things out there. It's also just like, I just need it. Maxing out like, levels it's not, of
1: sodium like crazy right off the bat.
0: Yeah, you know, it doesn't need to be good. Like, it's just, it's <laughs> just great. It's great. It's like um, borderline styrofoam and I love it. Yeah, like I do appreciate. So this is the thing. Like when I get, if somebody makes homemade stuffing and it's like in the bird, interesting. I don't know. Like some of it's good. Like I want a little bit of it, but I don't want a lot of it if I get somebody's homemade stuffing and they make it in like the pan, like the ceramic mm-hmm. pan, I want that shit like crispy on the top. And there's got to be I'm meat. in it on it. The there has to be A sausage yet, like crumble sausage. or
1: something? Yeah.
0: Yeah, sauce, something in there. I agree with that. Um, That's
1: fair. I think we cracked the code okay. on that one.
0: Yeah, we cracked the code on that one. So then, uh, cranberry sauce. Jellied? Or the whole cranberry?
1: Uh, I don't like either. But, I don't even recognize cranberry sauce. That doesn't come out of a can in a single tube shape.
0: Yeah. Give me the tube. That's what, what it is to me. To. It's yeah. It's the that best. other stuff That's looks like a very
1: nice syrupy looking drizzle.
0: It's the only one. You know, it's not to quite the same. What is, yeah. With what's the, what's the superior pie?
1: Pumpkin. It's not even a question. Pump-
0: I like pumpkin pie. Um,
1: I won't say an entire Jenna's pumpkin made,
0: pie outside
1: of a stop and shop on a bet. barehanded.
0: You know what's funny? Jenna made pumpkin pie the other day and she made it from scratch. There are so many fucking ingredients in pumpkin pie that I didn't know were in pumpkin
1: pie. Yeah, Store bought's good, but that real
0: shit. Oh, it's dude, if you it get so a good crazy. one, it'll it knock
1: you right bought. on your ass, which is probably why so I'm not going to watch the late game.
0: No, because you're going to have you're going to have all of your extracurriculars and pumpkin pie. Mm-hmm. Um and pumpkin pie. What okay, when you take the leftovers, mm-hmm. I like to throw them all into one thing. Like I like to have like a bowl that's just like like the, the KFC bowls. I love that type of thing, but for myself at home, what is the one thing that you're like this just can't go in there? That's a good question.
1: I hate to say it, but I I think if you have any spiraled ham, you're going to want to separate that out cuz that grease will infect the rest of the plate and it will all taste like honeyed
0: ham. I think that that's fair, but I think for a different reason. Like I No, I wouldn't get I, I I'm not opposed hand. to putting it in there. I will eat it. Oh no, no. I see I'm, I'm not being saying picky I want by that any thing. means? A hundred percent. Like I want the ham separate because those, the breakfast sandwiches post ham, post spiral ham are just legendary. Right. Legendary. Yeah. You're going to want that like, at a different get, time than all the other stuff in the bowl.
1: Yeah. It, it's just I a agree. little bit of
0: a different scenario. I think that if you were going to keep something out of it, um, I think, I think you need to keep the gravy out of it. Oh, and duh. Other, and then I'm add, sorry. I didn't even think then, of that. Yeah. Duh. <laughs> so i would keep the gravy out of it because it can get like real yeah. funky um if, you, if your gravy probably, gets to the
1: candied sweet potatoes throw the whole thing away
0: it's over yeah and then like the up. only vegetable that i would want in that bowl is corn i don't want anything else mm. no other vegetable in that i think like i'll i'll do the candied yams i'll do the mashed potatoes they can go in the same shit stuffing you ever mix them together yeah it's Buddy. fucking legendary oh uh, it's legendary <laughs> I prefer See, the borderlands
1: like right between the two piles of potatoes, the borderlands. <laughs> the borderlands <It's, laughs> That's where the field of dreams lays lies. Dude, yeah.
0: No, that yeah. that combo the Garden of Eden right exists there.
1: between the pile of tomato of potatoes.
0: Yeah, like when you make your plate, if you have those potatoes on opposite ends of the plate, you're fucking up. You don't know what you're doing. But Jesus did
1: not die this on the a- cross for you to do that with your potatoes.
0: Yeah, like they, this is one of those things where, like, if you had a cornucopia and you could fill up everything, you would put the potatoes next to each other, uh, and mm-hmm. it's like the blending of, it's like the blending of a treaty or something sort like two countries. How has two, nobody
1: come up with like a fake cornucopia food package thing to take home your left? Oh, I don't know. Write
0: awesome, that down. Is, uh, I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna. It's
0: I'm like, gonna like an ice cream. copyright that. Yeah. The, the cash that cornucopia.
1: Check, uh, check for merch this time next year fellas
0: yeah i think it'll be good we we are going to try to open up the merch store i think soon we we do have some stuff uh that's been kind of fun we've been it's been in the works so uh had to get myself a desk first but we're doing okay now um cory do you have any other thanksgiving yes recommendations well it's here? not thanksgiving
1: related but it is peak concert season everybody is just touring their little heinies off and uh i actually ran into daniel dopp at a hotelier show it's the guy from the espn fantasy show all right and uh that's what made me realize like everybody's got to go out and get it right now these shows are selling out quick especially in the new york area even in the middle of the fucking week and then that's it. It's going to be a dry spell till like March. So you know, get it in. You got about a month and a half left. Once New Year's rolls around, that's it. Or actually, Christmas week. You got about got about till Christmas week. Go see something. It's beautiful I out. I didn't even think
0: about that. That's genius. So I didn't even think about that.
1: Sweating. It's awesome. I haven't sweat yeah, in public in like two months now.
0: It is the season. It's awesome. Um, I I am going to recommend. I, we've recommended so much food, so I'm like running out of options here right now. We talked um,
1: about almost the entire I, Thanksgiving Day meal already.
0: Yeah, like this is this is this is heavy duty here. Uh, I'm gonna recommend leftovers for sure. Uh, I think I arguably might recommend bringing your own Tupperware to Thanksgiving. It's cr- psychotic, but you know what? You know what the thing is. Like at the end of the day, it's you don't even have to bring. So here's the way you do it, though. You bring something so it looks like you're bringing the the, like whatever your Tupperware is, like so it's like inconspicuous, but then you have Tupperware to take things home. Um, if it's your family, maybe it doesn't matter, like if it's mom, dad, like whatever, like your mother, your mother's gonna give you an obscene amount of food, uh, to take home. If you're going to, like, another relative's, like, an aunt or an uncle or something like that, and, like, it's always, like, a little, like, am I going to get this? I don't know. Like, it, like is this going to happen? If you bring Tupperware that you know has to come home with you, so, like, just get, like, fucking Nestle Tollhouse cookies. Bake that shit. Throw them in the biggest Tupperware that you own. And then in a cornucopia and bring that with you. No, nope, like, you take – as soon as you get there, you take those cookies out and, like, put them on a fucking tray and it's like, oh, I got – I guess I have this Tupperware that needs to get filled later. You're not taking those cookies home. You're not taking those home. You're going to take home like some mashed potatoes, some stuffing, maybe some candy yams, put them all together in I, the borderlands. I, I
1: get it. That's a great plan. You could also leave it in your car and be like, oh, I actually have some Tupperware if you're packing me some food.
0: Oh, yeah. that's a, see, Alternatively, that's, yeah, that's even-
1: you don't have to be so covert about it. <laughs> Don't bring just anything. lie to your whole family about why you brought Tupperware. <laughs> you can just leave this it in your, your car. car, and then when they start packing it up, be yeah. like, "Oh, actually, I actually, brought my own." Hang on.
0: Yeah, and then um, if you do want to leave, just bring up politics. Just like, just be like, just like when you get up for the table, like when you go for your walk, just throw a bomb out there, and just like, be like, what do you guys think about Gaza? And then leave.
1: <laughs> out. Medicare for all. See ya. Did I ever tell you that my 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 older cousin used to do that frequently at Thanksgiving? That's crazy. He notoriously, yeah. so my cousin's grandmother and her sister, so in-law side, not related to me, would be there yeah. every year chain smoking and arguing about whether or not OJ did it. And we're talking about years after the trial. So my cousin would come and he usually had to work, so he would eat, and then on his way out, be like, by the way, good to see everybody. OJ fucking did it, and then he'd leave, and they would literally start arguing with each other from square one of the trial, like it happened yesterday, and this is like years after the fact, like at least a decade. Wild move, very funny for him. We all suffered <laughs> from the incredible. yelling, but it was really funny in retrospect. Like, he knew exactly, just drop the bomb, walk away. It was incredible.
0: That's incredible. I, I love Shout that. To I Kevin. love that move. I love yeah. that move. Uh, the last recommendation that I'm going to have for you is if anybody can send us like a really cool way that they had, like force your family to subscribe, rate and review the podcast for Thanksgiving. Uh, if you're really thankful, you sh- it would make us really thankful. You know, If
1: you could show us proof of you signing up the most people, I don't care if you're taking their phones and doing it without their knowledge or just telling them to. Maybe we'll have a little giveaway.
0: Yeah, we'll we'll try to do something fun. It'll it'll show definitely us, be something. Show us great. how much
1: damage you've done, and we'll decide whether or not you're entitled to a gift.
0: Yeah, make it. just pretend like it's a Black Friday sale or something. Like this is how you get a coupon. Um, yeah. And speaking speaking of coupons, though, and speaking of all these things, like when we're talking about the Thanksgiving plate, and we're saying like, oh, like. The turkey provided, like, like I had this much room for the turkey. Like, the turkey did, like, X, Y, and Z, but it was without this. That's how you need to look at Props.Cash. cash is the perfect tool. You guys can talk about it. You can look at those charts while you're sitting there, like, ripped on tryptophan, uh, just laying on the couch and just saying, like, what am I going to bet tomorrow? And that's the thing, or what am I going to bet in the late game? It's an actual tool that you can use to better your player prop betting better your sports betting, better your fantasy sports, whatever it is. Um, So I I want you guys to go out there and download the app. Uh, There's a website. There's an app. Use code Thalera 25 for 25% off your first month and understand just how critical it is and how useful it is for betting on player props so that way you guys can make more money and go and spend that money on Black Friday because we just know that that's what's going to happen. Get a TV, get some props.cash, and let's cash that.